Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Monday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I am joined in person by Duncan Mackay. And it's Tuesday. Sorry, yes, that's correct. But it's kind of Monday. It's the Monday pod, but on yeah. a Tuesday. We, we, we had it on the Tuesday so we could get all of us in the same room together rather than doing it via yeah, Riverside. Yeah, and it's and, class. And I'm also joined by Tony Anderson. Hello, of course you are. It's my home. Yes. That's why we're there. Although we have done podcasts here on Thursday, but you're not here. Yeah, yeah, just abandon, just leave <laughs> everyone. Including, including last Thursday. <laughs> I like it because you're talking about getting a ringer in for some time. I'm just going to get people I've never met before coming straight into my house. <laughs> Quite looking forward to it. At least you'll be here on Friday, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're moving uh, Thursday's podcast to Friday <laughs> yeah. as well. Just because we like being in person and it's miles better. It is miles better. Uh, right, let's get through the six Premiership matches from the weekend and we'll start at Dens Park where Dundee slid further, further into the mire. Duncan, you watch this one? Yeah, Dundee are struggling. Dundee <laughs> are struggling. Like, 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 thanks for that late break and news yeah, no, But to be one up in a game like this and still conspire like uh, that, that's the thing. like and, and when you look at Dundee United squad and Dundee uh, Dundee United squad Dundee or squad you can look at uh, the squad if you, you can want. look at Dundee United squad as well just down the street it'd be uh, slightly better and it'll be more fun yeah. <laughs> they're not going down <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's players of quality there and they just I just don't think they should be I mean when I say players of quality it's in the front half not not the back and it's they're just toiling just toiling badly and I think Saturday's was just a prime Saturday's performance was a prime example of maybe it's maybe it's James McPeak's time to go well they've got a uh, blanked on who they're playing in midweek Hearts Hearts they've got Hearts in midweek and then they've got Peter Head away on television on Monday 
that could be that could really be the end of McPake if they lose that game on Monday having unless they get a victory at uh, Tynecastle tomorrow which I honestly wouldn't be surprised by anything when it comes to Hearts especially I mean the only time when Hearts have only dropped points at Tynecastle this season to from Hibs Aberdeen and Dundee so, oh yeah, it was a Jason Cummings late equaliser. Yes, uh, the only thing that makes me feel uh, confident about tomorrow is that Cummings and Griffiths are both away. <laughs> there was just a guarantee that they'd be scoring. But I, I, I watched. I was watching the highlights and, and further. It was reminiscent. We sat here exact maybe about six weeks ago when these two teams played each other, and the exact same thing happened. Dundee on start, top, <laughs> start on top, really well. They ended up going two one up in that game. And then the second half, uh, Legsins. Gives gifts a goal. Remember when he tries to run round the player and he gets caught. Yeah, yeah. And then and then later on, I think it might be Sweeney again who also fucks up in this one. He just kicks the volleys the ball right up in the air for the winner, uh, and and he, and he tucks it away. And the exact same thing happened. Legs and lets it goes in. It is front post. But oh, that entire goal was preventable. That's well, what. That's what's going to be. So like, it comes. It starts from. Uh, Vontae Daly Campbell and we'll get to him later uh, with just an, a, an absolutely aimless punt away like if you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of a ball and you're gonna put it at that height which they didn't have much on it make sure it goes out the park and at yeah. least allow yourself a, t- a chance to reset but the whistle probably would have went if it went out of the park uh, <laughs> it, was that, it was that late in the first half that if he just if he actually properly cleared it they'd probably be out of dodge and it's 1-0 at half time yeah and, and that was coming after uh, yeah, Anderson should have made it two 0 much earlier as well. Like so, yeah, Dundee on top, and it, you know, it's just, it's. I mean, we we we've talked about it so much this season watching Hibs and stuff, but like the the equaliser shows just the value of that quick ball, like the quick ball from Jacoviti just playing it right oh. back in makes players have to think, and especially when they're clueless players like Dundee have lining up in that that clown, clown college that is uh, the back know, four. The, their back four, <laughs> then like yeah, what 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 can you expect? They it's like what I said at the end of the transfer window. I mean looking at this team as well that they put out so the other centre midfield three of Sean Bourne, Max Anderson and Jordan McKee. That is industrious to say oh. the least. You've just got nothing but legs there. So having taken the lead, you think, well that's maybe playing into our, our, our hands here. Yeah, like, drop drop McGinn and, and McMullen back a little, like just short up a bit. But, but the defence is just pish. Legs didn't like the ju- the jury's come back a while ago with a verdict of rubbish. <laughs> and they uh, the, they didn't do enough to add to the defence in the giant window because Lee Ashcroft their best defender this season I believe is out for the rest of the campaign he's a huge miss for them they've still got Liam Fontaine the shambling corpse of Liam Fontaine starting at centre back in the year 2022 of our lord it's, it's, not, his, it's not his fault he's getting picked yes <laughs> like, uh, that's what I feel when it's okay and yeah they're bringing the right, the right back in uh, Fontaine uh, Daly Campbell who it's looked not too bad until the last uh, kind of uh, minutes of this game, uh, but at the same time, he's still he's now out of the next match against Hearts, and that means Christy Elliott's going to be back. Why is Christy Elliott playing for this team? He was rubbish for them in the championship. What's um? I was going, what was that guy's name who they signed the? Was it from America or something? The attacking midfielder. Oh yeah, I've not heard that of him. Yeah, I, I forgot who he is. Jay Chapman. Yeah, it Inter Miami? Inter Miami, yeah. Oh, and he's like an attacking midfielder. He's an odd use sub. In theory, meant to be a goal scorer midfielder. And when I'm watching the game, it would suit perfectly. Zach Rudden, uh, who I, obviously I don't watch a lot of championship football, so I was really interested watching the highlights. I mean, he looked really good. His ability to run the channel, he was strong. His link up play was really good. And then you've got McMullen and McGinn, who both have really good delivery, which brings you the chance that Max Anderson got. Which means that this team would be screaming out for a guy to come late for midfield to support Zach Rudden. They've got all the tools to do that, but obviously when it's Max Anderson coming in the box, 
that's not his game. He, like, I mean, the finish is pathetic, but I think he ends up using his groin to try and put it in. But then if you bring, if you've bought this guy from Inter Miami who's a goal scorer, use him. This is, this is exactly, you're at home to Ross County. If this, like, put him in. But you've oh, still got McGee and Byrne to, 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 to protect that. Well, maybe need more protection for that. But there's not enough players in the world to protect that back four. Yeah, and I, I also, if Adam's fit, start him. Like, you, like uh, because their record... Without, he hasn't really with, played that well, though, since he hit that chestnut tree. That very well may be the case, and I think there are uh, allegations that he's kind of fallen out with 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 McPake and, and and what have you. But like you can't like the record with with Adam is so much better than without Adam. So just just try him. Like, but otherwise, if you, I don't think you want. I, Charlie Adam is not the sort of player you bring on to chase a game. Like, just. Just a set piece merchant, really, uh, nowadays, and, and raking balls. They, they did have a really good record earlier in the season when he was in the team, but he, he's not been playing well recently. He's out of the team here. It'd be funny if he is, because I kind of thought of James McPake earlier in the season as almost like the Bam Whisperer. But he seems to be like falling out of all of them because like Griffiths is away. Didn't they? Well, I suppose they just didn't want him because he was rubbish. Uh, but Cummins, obviously, could he keep a hand on him? Ended up getting Jake to open goal uh, live event, <laughs> and then he was bombed out. Live. And now Charlie Adams on the bench as well. But uh, yeah, it seems that uh, James McPeak's man management skills. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised. The Bam Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised. But it's got his very short, like, uh, like it's, it's a single use. Like, <laughs> like you know, don't expect this to work for a long period of time. I'm actually surprised that uh, when I heard that Robert Snodgrass was linked to a Scottish club, oh, I was amazed. Aberdeen like, and Hibs, I thought it was definitely going to be Dundee. If, but he's not be, that much of be. a bam, is he? He's just he's a bit fun. He's he's, he's a good professional. He's McPake's know? mate, uh, so it wouldn't actually surprise me. Oh McPake, yeah, Livingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was about a bam when he was younger, so he could bring it back. As soon as he signs for no, Dundee, he'll be back so, again. So the bam whisperer, rather than being McPake trying to get the bams on the side to play football, you're now thinking of him using it as a way to make professionals go in more into bam mode. Yeah, the, why not? Remember the good old days. <laughs> uh, drink this. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, did, did Snodgrass not uh, get fined from Villa for not turning up for training because his gate couldn't open or something like that? Well, they can't get out the bloody garden. What's he meant to do? Climb <laughs> <laughs> over it? Yeah, oh, no, that's dangerous. He's a set of ladders. <laughs> he doesn't have ladders. He's a professional to carry a Ford ladder. Uh, I'll always make excuses for people. That's what I do. <laughs> So, Duncan, what about Ross County? Uh, they're on the march to Europe, are they not? Uh, well, yeah, seeing as no other team in this bloody league wants to finish fourth, like just that. Um, no, I don't think they will, but they, they're certainly giving it a push. Like, what? Well, I let think. Me, it, I, let me see the. Uh, let me just look up the table while you're. Um, but stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, but I, I, I would be surprised. Um, they, they are only seven points off fourth. That's wild. Yeah, considering how... Yeah, They're still intense. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe Hibs are going down. <laughs> we, called this, we called this league quite good earlier in the season. Uh, I'll take that back. It's, it's rubbish. done the exact same thing as last season. It's yeah. the exact same thing as that there's no, there's no actually any good teams. <laughs> like two, like obviously Rangers Celtic miles away. Hearts are last season's Hibs, even though I think they're a bit better than last season's Hibs because Hibs took advantage of Aberdeen not scoring for <laughs> 10 weeks. Uh, <laughs> but they still finished fourth. Like that. And this season it's like, Hibs are still going for Europe. They've lost about 10 games. Hibs have picked up two points at the possible 15 to start this year and they're, and still, they're still fifth. Yeah, and they're two points off a European slot. So I said no, no one conquered. wants to finish fourth. This is, it's, 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 it's not. Dundee United still been three points out of no, no, they, they didn't score any goals again 
So yeah, maybe Ross County are going to play yeah. European football next season. If they just keep Hungbo and Reagan Charles Cook playing and take Reagan Charles Cook off penalties, then they've got a chance. That's a terrible penalty. No. Like I get it's I know it's a, a your dad opinion stuff, but if you take a, if you do a starter for a penalty, you've got to be scoring because otherwise it just gives critics just the easiest hit on you. Yeah. He's just, um, but it was really impressive the way he went ahead and scored, and it was an absolutely brilliant finish. That just shows that he's like, he's so confident right now. Even when he takes a huge knock, like fucking up a penalty, it didn't. He didn't skip a beat. Straight back in, goal. Take uh, advantage of that shambolic. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the, the Sweeney and Kerr Clown College <laughs> joint degree that they're offering there. Um, um, like just. That's, but that is the sort of mistakes that you make when you're going to get relegated. Oh, well, aye, exactly. I mean, there's no way you can say, what do you think is spittle in that deeper role, Duncan? I mean, I watched a bit of it. I thought he was... I quite like the idea of it. He's I, got a good range of passing and you keep him on for his set pieces as well. Exactly. I think I like the idea of it. Again, it's too maybe too soon to say that it's going to, whether it's going to be a dramatic workout and make a, a huge difference to the season. Um, but... It's a way of deploying him and keeping, like you said, keeping his assets on the pitch. That, that's something. Yeah. That's that, something they miss as well as having a pretty ropey defence themselves. As we've talked about quite a lot, they miss a proper defensive midfielder. They oh. don't really have one that's good enough in the squad to start every week, and that's why you've got players spilt back there. And they've used Harry Payton back there as well. Yeah, and yeah. he's pretty pretty similar player in terms of if his style. But I am love it. I like I liked when I was watching the highlights. There was a lot of interchanging with the front four. Obviously, White playing off White, but Hungbo coming in central, Charles Cook coming in central, Callaghan playing crosses in. They do look like they're 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 hard to hard to deal with. Right, let's uh, move on from there. To the, the, the red card. I mean, okay. it's an assault. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a fucking assault. Daily Campbell. It's one of those ones where he's like the ref, like, oh, what am I supposed to do there? I don't know, don't try and kill him. Ah, yeah, don't kick him in the chest. Just, uh, well moving. <laughs> just try and, uh, you know, stop the counter-attack like a normal player. Uh, it just it, it doesn't it's because I think he's about to go and then he hesitates and then and he then decides he, too late and then he absolutely takes it as a, as a shocker of a challenge right let's go to let's go to West Lothian now where we go to Livingston 2 Aberdeen 1 this is the game that I watched in preparation for this podcast and this was quite good fun especially with the sound turned up because <laughs> uh, for after the so with Aberdeen were already 1-0 down uh, and for the third time in the half somebody playing a ridiculous pass out from trying to do like a, a square pass along the back line and just being uh, terrible so earlier in the match uh, I was trying to remember who done it early on I blanked who done it early on but oh no sorry Woods Woods done it Woods kicked one uh, out for a throw in which ended up leading to a shot for Christian Montano uh, there was Ojo doing it uh, near the halfway line which led to uh, Forrest kind of running, uh, having a kind of run. I think Aberdeen eventually cleared it, and then there was a Forrest shot uh, not long before half time, uh, where it came from uh, Johnny Hayes attempting a cross field pass when he was like deep at the left back position, and that just uh, started the Aberdeen fans singing, "We're fucking shit, we're fucking shit, we're fucking shit." Well, boo instead. I would. And then a lot the of self awareness went shit. I like poison. And then in the second half, after Jason, so there were two 0 down by this point, and Jason Holt hit the post to make it well, a lovely move. At the end of a lovely move to make it three 0 hit the post. Aberdeen survived, but the fans started singing, "You're getting sacked in the morning" to Stephen Glass. I, I think. I mean, there's, ob- there's obviously lots of different circumstances, but the size of the Aberdeen support on Saturday, in comparison to the size of the Aberdeen support that was there in the, the game that they, they fluked the winner at the, la- the last minute uh, winner early in the season 
speaks volumes. Like again, I know there's lots of different circumstances. Like Saturday was miserable. There was lots of people moving further back up stands um, as we did <laughs> on, on Saturday as well uh, to get out of the rain and stuff like that. Uh, and it's the end of uh, a, a number number of fixtures being fulfilled by people. But I think that that's a is a good summary that Aberdeen normally have such a good vibrant away support and the glass ball is is killing them. Where was the big man? I saw Bruce Anderson got put in up front instead of... He's suspended because he got sent off in midweek. So he did, so he did. But I think you see, like, the, the now that the options... Uh, this was the, the options they've got, because we watched him against um, against Hibs a few weeks back, and he was a massive handful. Like, uh, really, really tough to play against. And then you've got Bruce Anderson, who's brilliant at running the channels. He's an absolute pest. His touch is good. So now they, and they, they can play them as a two. Now it doesn't matter. They've, they've traded them out. They've now beaten Hibs and Aberdeen. I know they're both doing shit, but they are still impressive results. And they've done them with different strikers, different players in there. It's really quite impressive. Did, did uh, Livy change their formation up much? Because I know they did, they did it about three different times. Oh, uh, you know, three different times during the game against Hibs, like just to try and adjust, like just to make Hibs think. And I, I think that's a. The fact that they've got players capable of tactical flexibility, like I think, is a huge bonus for them. Especially I mean, I, I, with a manager like Martindale, I'm a bang in it. On a recent show, I got uh, Smirin's uh, shape of the entire game completely wrong. Oh, okay. Where I thought they were playing a three at the back instead, we're playing a four. It's difficult uh, when you're not there to see it like as well. That uh, it's not really. I just oh. I just uh, assumed something and then never double checked. Make <laughs> an ass out of you and me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was just me that time. Uh, but I did uh, check. I did change system three times during the game. They started off in a four. What a close! Four-three-three definitely was to start with, and they were pretty pish to be honest. They there was a bit of joy down the right. I thought that Teddy Jenks and oh god, I forgot to check how to say his name. Bazusian. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Let's make a Bazusian. <laughs> I'm going to make a Bazusian and say you pronounce it Bazusian. <laughs> Uh, Bezzy uh, and, and Teddy Jenks linked up quite a lot in the in the first half, and that was kind of where their main, or I would say maybe only danger was coming from, really. But the, they were, as I kind of mentioned, they were, they were quite poor in, in giving the ball back to Levy. Bruce Anderson, especially in the first half, was good at holding the ball up for, for Livingston. Alan Forrest had an excellent game throughout. And they then changed it for the start of the second half. They went 4-4-2 with Bezzy uh, through the middle alongside Christian Ramirez. That really didn't work. It looked rubbish at the start of the second <laughs> half. It didn't get any better. In fact, they probably got worse. Livingston then go two up, maybe go three up. But after the after the second goal, he changes formation again. He goes for a 3-4-3. Sticks Matty Kenny and Dion, who had a pretty decent game after he came off the bench, I have to say. And but played, also like a, what? Yeah, played a big part in the goal. Uh, great run to kind of pin Levy back and then he's the one that manages to get to the second ball and knock it towards Ramirez to then finish and put them back in the game and that was what they played until Jet came on and then they were just they went kind of two up top again and basically were playing with four up front at that point just kind of trying to get the ball forward whenever possible so I saw actually four formations they used throughout the game the three definitely three four three definitely looked the best I, I, the I, I genuinely think that uh, managers like, like, like Glass Maloney having all this all these options on the bench is not good for them <laughs> like I think it's really like I think that actually they should have been like yeah we'll, we'll go back to three subs please there was, like, a, tweet, uh, there was a tweet by you and Murray over the weekend which I think made a, a fairly decent point which was that he highlighted the players brought on by uh, instead Celtic, of finding the, uh, Celtic and Rangers instead of finding the tweet I'll just find the, the subs that they were brought on by both teams so Celtic what? brought on uh, James Forrest Nier Beaton Jota Matt O'Reilly and Josip Juranovic 
<laughs> whereas Rangers brought on Glenn Kamara, yeah. Aaron Ramsey, Fashion Sakala, Steve Davis, and Ahmad Diallo. <laughs> Aye, it's, it's absolutely madness that the clubs vote for us. I don't. But I, I, I do understand why. I understand why because, like, well, for a personal point of view, I think for. Hearts, it's probably an advantage over most of the teams in the league other than Celtic or Rangers mm-hmm. because you are fancy yourself. Maybe Hibs and Aberdeen are roughly the same, but if you're Hibs and Aberdeen, you're probably thinking likewise. And there's probably other teams in the league where you think, well, we have an advantage over Livingston or something like that yeah. if we do it. But also... But they didn't think it, about how, how it could rebound on you. And also, every manager would just want... So club chairman would probably go, well, it doesn't really matter to us either way. Apart like, from appearance bonuses. Yeah, maybe there's that. And also, if club chairman would think through it enough, they think, well, that's stupid. We're just going to get bumped by the bigger teams uh, because they can, they'll have deeper squads with more quality. Yeah. But they're probably going to the manager and thinking, what do you think? And every and manager manager's league, always going to back themselves. Aye, every manager league's going to go, well, with a couple of more subs, think of what I could do every game. <laughs> well, that, uh, their me, heads are so firmly uh, up their uh, own arse. Uh, yes, uh, you're going to have to be to be yeah, a manager. Uh, yeah. Me, a tactical genius. <laughs> <laughs> if I was allowed that extra sub... <laughs> Um, but like it was, it was just really like Obelai's goal. I mean, that was oh, lovely unbelievably finish. good. He's such a he's such a technical wizard. I didn't realise when he when he came in. I just thought big centre half for Livingston. He's good, but he's every day I watch him. He's so good on the ball. He's always wanting to step out. Similar to like like he's, he's willing to take a, a step like Ambrose, like what Porteous is like at Hebsville. He's willing to cut back on himself to give himself space to pass out. Well, when he signed for him, a lot of us fancied he'd be as a centre midfielder. Yeah. And had John Parks been any good, he might have been. I think Parks was also maybe injured at the start of the campaign as well. And that meant that Obelaya had to go into the defence and he's just been really good in yeah. the defence. Whereas in the so championship with Cooley South, he looked poor at centre-back yeah. and good once he moved into the defensive midfield. But that would make sense. I can see that he certainly has the ability to play in the centre midfield one. And like going back to Forrest, such a frustrating player because you see like he, he turned into Johnston and now he's now he's flying. And the thing about Forrest is his end product when he's on form is as good as anyone. So like it, he always goes through these little purple patches where his crosses are spot on and he hits some he hits them a lot first time. Well, let's, and he picks let's not too, talk too much about Alan Forrest because I'm going to talk about him on the Patreon. All oh, right, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> oh, I, I mean you wrote Forrest. I thought you were meaning his brother. <laughs> you know, like, like, why the fuck were you talking about him? I thought you were going to slag him off. I thought, that, I thought that's what you were going for. Everybody's forgot who he is now. Uh, yeah, his brother's better than him. Who knew? <laughs> Uh, Neither of them have a neck between but, them. But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that out. But yeah, his end product's just superb when he gets going. Yeah, it's hard to say anything more about this game. As I said, Forrest had a, a superb match. He was, he was def- I think he was definitely man of the match overall. And pretty much, I mean, Aberdeen looked like they could have had a penalty in the first half to me. Uh, Devlin hold down. Uh, I didn't the, even but, see a replay of it. I was like, the far away distance, I was like, that looks like a penalty. Yeah, he just grabs him and throws but, him. But I think that's, that's Lewis Ferguson's reputation kind of working against him a little as well because yeah, he is good he, yeah well yeah um, he deserved it <laughs> uh, was it him that scored that goal against Hearts where they, they done that thing where Scott Brown stood in front I can't remember so oh, anyway oh, yeah. if it was uh, what, when he scores a header and right. Scott Brown pushes him into yeah, yeah. that was great right. <laughs> right, there you go what goes around comes around not that I'm better Justin right. Timberlake <laughs> yeah that's the, that's where that phrase or- or- <laughs> right let's move on to Ibrox on Sunday where oh god <laughs> I've set myself up nicely here woo by uh, showing my uh, Jumbo Killers and now I have to talk about Hearts getting absolutely scudded at Ibrox uh, 5-0 to Rangers and this is actually this is a bit of an outlier in Robbie Nielsen's Hearts career because say what you want against Robbie Nielsen even if you're a critic of Robbie Nielsen Robbie Nielsen's side never get hammered 
Like no, they lose embarrassingly to teams like Brewer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Burke Car and Brewer Rangers, but it's always just by a goal. And like never get hammered off the old firm. The only time they've really been hammered off the old firm before was his first season in the cups against Celtic. Hearts were a championship team. And there was mitigating circumstances. The game where they got beat 3-0 at Celtic Park, Hearts actually played well, missed a penalty at 1-0. Celtic went right up the other park, end of the park and scored, and that killed that game. And the other one, 4-0 defeat at Tencastle, where Garo Gomez was sent off within a minute. So then Hearts had to play. Hearts, a championship team at the time, had to play 90 minutes, basically, with 10 men. So, so that's what happens when maybe Hearts are pulled out and they're forced to go for it. Well, this is it. He like, doesn't normally do that, does he? Or, or so... Young Hearts fans. Okay, so idiots. Why did we never have a go? Well, they, they had a go in this game. They continued to have a go, even with a couple of goals down. And look what happened. The Rangers had loads of space in behind the defence throughout this entire match. And that was why, like, a lot of Hearts fans weren't sure why he picked Boyce instead of Sims. But the reason why he'd done it, and also why he picked uh, Adam McInerney for some bloody reason, is because he wanted to press Rangers high up the park and keep a high line. And... Yeah, That's brave, 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 bold, all those, all those <laughs> stupid eye, yeah, eyebrow-raising uh, decisions. Yeah. So yeah, he kept. Uh, sorry, he played Boyce to, to finish off these chances in tight areas and to play in these tight areas, and uh, added back an F uh, up there as well to put pressure on the Rangers back line. Uh, neither of those things happened. What happened instead was that uh, Taylor Moore and Toby Sibic in particular, Kingsley was good in the first half, but then got murdered in the second. Uh, they just got torn apart by Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent. And Atkinson took a bit of a... a oh, he got it pasted off a of Kent as well. Uh, him, him and Kent and Bassey were just taking turns on him. I thought it was quite an interesting tactical thing. I thought Kent was uh, playing a lot wider than he normally does. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's with the introduction of, of Bassey, but he was making the pitch massive when normally Kent always wants to come inside and that leaves room for Barisic to go down. Barisic is... Let's be frank, had a bad season. It's not just yes. that Celtic was the nadir, but it's been a bad season for him. And him and Bassey were taking it, and it, and it seemed to work well. It seemed to open up more space for Morelos, and then Arfield was coming in off the right-hand side. So, And, and Kent seemed to have one of his point. I would actually go as far as his best game he played this entire season. Yeah, certainly one of them anyway. Um, so there might be something in that for, for the way Rangers going forward and letting Kent be maybe an old-fashioned winger. And then making the right hand side player someone who can play on the, they could play a rebo in that role. Ramsey could even end up playing in that that right off the right. You, you've also got a bit more protection now that that um, the Ryan Jack's back as well. That allows you. That, and that, now that, he's that, out again. And now, yeah. No, okay, but you, I mean, they played Lundstrom. <laughs> Thanks to Benny Benjamin. But you're right. They played Lundstrom and Jack, which but, you don't need to do. But then but you won five 0 So yeah, yeah. And normally with with uh, Van Bronckhorst, he has. Been, he's been playing a 4-2-3-1 but one of the two in the pivots has been like an Arfield or someone like that it's a more attack minded player but this time he went for two guys who you would argue are proper for, for that position so it'll be interesting after a 5-0 win does for example Sands come in to play alongside Lundstrom because I was shocked when I saw Lundstrom play because when they brought Sands and I was like they don't need another of this type of player they barely needed Lundstrom and now they've got so I assumed Lundstrom was getting packed off to pastures new but now he's playing in one of the one of the arguably the bigger games against Hearts so uh, to be fair they might just be playing against Pish like Hearts oh well, yeah but I mean that's the entire league then and I, and I, suppose, <laughs> and I suppose it is then yeah um, so it'll be interesting to see where he goes with it because that's the most the second half especially even the first half I mean Ranger that's the best Rangers have played in a long time in my opinion 
I think it was shown at the start of the second. Nielsen said otherwise that, uh, that, that Nielsen no, talks out his arse in But Sims coming on in the second half definitely made Hearts a stronger proposition. Had a couple of good chances to get back into the match. Didn't take those chances. Yeah, you take those chances, maybe. Atkinson and Devlin, unfortunately. I know the, that, the Devlin chance is the, is the worst one because that's that, a huge chance. That's a huge chance. And this like, is the, not this the Devlin. He's, he's never going to score. Yeah, well, I think that's that, I think that's the problem is that he's. <laughs> no, he's not. He's that's the, that's the last person you want that and ball to drop. Continues to be. A, I tweeted about this last night. It continues to be a question over whether Cammy Devlin and Benny Meningami are good as a pairing. Are they a bit too similar? They're really good at games against Tynecastle against rubbish. Uh, because they against rubbish they teams. strangle teams because they're so yeah. fit yeah. and they just never stop so and they've got to get out and they've got one of the tightest pitches in the league to play on yeah. mm. away from home especially against tougher opponents they don't look the same they at did, all they, right? and they didn't dominate last week in the derby as well which was kind of a big concern of Hibs fans was that that midfield pairing should run, especially should, this should run, yeah just run over the top of uh, Josh Campbell <laughs> so that's like so the Hibs, even though I thought they both individually played well in the Hibs game it looks like they had control of the midfield uh, yeah. maybe about 20 minutes in the second half uh, but that was but so there's that game there's Aberdeen away there's Motherwell away and a friend of mine said to me, he's like, ah, well, that was like, they were both bad that day, but so were the entire team. And it was like, it was, the tactics were wrong, that was thing. But the tactic is 3 4 3. And the most important thing, the 3 4 3 for Hearts, is the centre midfield that gives the platform, that protects the defence and gives the platform for them to play. So if they're not playing well, that is the tactic. Yeah. So you were saying the tactic is wrong, it means that they too shouldn't be there. So, um, big time Barry Mackay had another outstanding <laughs> performance as well. In a big game, he's whenever the cameras turn up. Two, two, two performances in last week where he's just really showed his... He got, absolute... got hooked after an hour at Easter Road. I know, but but that he was be... fucking great against the Johnson in Auchinleck Town, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, but we're being facetious we're being silly but um, he definitely had at least one shot assist on Sunday I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean uh, but I think I, I was quite surprised when I saw the heart sign up I, uh, well Ginelli I know isn't always great I thought I, I thought that front three lacked a lot of pace and I thought you need pace somewhere I mean because Atkinson and Cochrane he's went with their more athletic wing back which I'm surprised he didn't do Easter Road uh, to be honest, I'm really shocked he went with Halliday with going up against Cadden. I, I couldn't believe that, to be honest. Staunch, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I suppose maybe he just, just, just I, I, dislikes Hibs. Yeah. <laughs> and on that, can we can we take the point that uh, Andy Halliday coming off the bench got a bigger reception than Aaron Ramsey coming off the bench? That is a Rangers all over, though. That is peak staunchness. That was, uh, that was a ready for everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, for God's sake. So he's obviously looking for the pace to be out wide, but it's such a big ask when they're going up against Aribo, Arfield and Kent for them to bring that the, an attacking sense. So I really was quite shocked when I saw McInef was, was brought in rather than well, Ginelli. Apparently trying to go toe to toe with Rangers away for him, which just sounds, the more I say it, just sounds more <laughs> stupid. Uh, right, uh, I should probably talk about Alfredo Morelos. Oh, who, what? Well, I mean. You've got, his, you've got his favourite Yeah, he's the best uh, Just so people know uh, We do a fantasy football draft, alright? <laughs> yes do, And, and um, the, the Duncan hadn't been involved So he allowed for the new the new draft For the January signings He allowed us to get into his players And one of the players he I had I think we should do that going forward as well I think whoever's bottom When it comes to the, the, the end of the January <laughs> You lose draft, That's it, you're out of the league You're, you're out of the league, okay uh, Wow, that's actually What you're trying <laughs> We're just making really interesting. The bottom people trying uh, to stay in the league. So we all got access to the the second half of the January transfer window. Players that have come in, like guys um, at Celtic, at Hibs, you know, all these guys that are available. So we had Ramsey, Diallo, and then we had all the Duncan's players. One of Duncan's players was Alfredo Morelos, and Gary Cocker chose 
third, probably third choice striker at Celtic, Jakimakis, over Alfredo Morelos. So this is the world that we live in. You listen to him talk about football. (laughs) (laughs) Again, not as bad as Graham taking Vertanen over Cameron Carvickers at the end of our summer draft. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. I was at the fourth pick. There was three Celtic players and we're going to go one, two, three and I was like, I'm going to be left with absolute shit here. (sighs) Graham's that. He's that boy at St. Johnson. What? <laughs> I mean, please? If there's Celtic for Rangers players available, you should never be saying, he's that boy for St. Johnson. <laughs> it should be a, should be a, a quote if I make you. But um, yeah, I mean, Taylor, like some of that, Taylor Moore, Civic, shows the example of how good Hal Kitt John Suter. They, they, they went up in everyone's well, I, think should, I think we should get rid of John Suter uh, in January. Just because we got Taylor Moore, we don't need Suter. Uh, Fuck off. T- 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 <laughs> Taylor Moore's um, been... In terms of a defender, not what you want. Really inconsistent as a defender. (laughs) The only way I defend him is that he's not really had a run in the team. He's had to kind of come in at bits and balls. He moves at a different position sometimes. He's not getting settled. I I think there's something there that if they could get him for bugger all this summer, I think it'd be worth taking a punt on him. But for what I've heard, Bristol City would want money from him. And if they do, no. No. Right, let's say... Uh, Morelos, superb, I sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> We're talking about Gary's stupid bit. His, his movement was incredible. Ah, so the second goal, good, man. So good. Yeah, yes. so he just, he's such a fucking good player. And it still, it seems bizarre this many years in that I still don't think he's respected. And we went to the, and it was that top 50. I know it's there to push your buttons. But when he was like 14th, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Not in the top 10 players in Scotland. It's just a load of rubbish. Of course it is. <laughs> Right, uh, let's go from Hearts to Hibs. We were, hey. All three of us were at this game together. Uh, I sat at the East Stand at Easter Road. and uh, Plenty of fucking seats. Uh, there wasn't a lot of seats available. Uh, we moved position to <laughs> <the> numerous times. <laughs> Just, uh, was, uh, I watched the sports scene yesterday and it looks even more grim on the telly, Duncan, than when you were there. Uh, how come there was 13,000 there, apparently? Oh, yeah, there's definitely 13,000 people. Well, this is what worries, because we, we've got about 11,500 season ticket holders and they don't go. But these are the guys that are prepaid, so I, I, they must all just sit and watch. You know, you're allowed the access to it on the stream. It must be what happens because people, the, the, the tickets have been bought and they're just not being used. It's, Bizarre. Uh, it doesn't bode well for next season. I mean, it's fine for this season. It doesn't really matter, does it? But no, we've already we're, got the money. Uh, yeah, we've got your money now. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> it just yeah, seems. Uh, it does seem weird. I think hips. Hips are in trouble. Hibs are just the way on top of it that I seem they seem to be the team. I'd love to see. I, I don't know the stats. This is my opinion because it's the way I go. But Duncan, I feel like they're the ones that from the pandemic, where the crowds were and where we've come back, are the most wildly different than what the like, than any other club. I could, I'm sure someone could prove that wrong, but the same thing got held up. They got bought, but I feel like that was maybe the fans going. Oh, let's go for it. Finish third, even though people are angry about the cup final, and obviously want to support the club because it's everyone. Everyone's club went through turmoil. <laughs> people don't seem to want to go. And this was even even the first day of the season. Hib started the season well. It wasn't even then that particularly. I, I'll buy a season ticket, help the club. Oh, what? I have to actually go? Nah, nah, yeah, I'll go watch on the telly. So, and then the walk-up prices are an absolute sham at, at Hibs now. It's like twenty-seven quid to go to get in. If you hadn't used my mate's scene ticket, you would have cost £27 to come. What? You're not going to fucking do it. home game against Submit it, aye. It's like £26, £26, £27 for a... In the middle, aye. Category C. In the, the middle of the stand. Aye. aye. And then uh, for like the Hearts game, it was 36 bucks. Like, Jesus. Yeah, so I, I was actually... I, 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 I wish I'd had a lot of fun uh, there, but I had stuck, stupidly stuck 20 quid on Hibs to win the game. So <laughs> I was trying to... Just to make sure I would say, basically, put it on well, the home but, team. But, but, but we should have won 5 no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, he's from really got to stop talking. Like, he has really... <laughs> 
got to stop talking because like it, this is the point that, that Tony was making is that you can't um you can't say that like we were the, the, the fans were there and they they'll speak to their mate it's not it's not like you're I don't know uh, Man United yeah or Ralph Rangnick where you're ha- where you the interview you're given is also being shared on social channels and you've got there's that element of people not going to all see the game and it's and it's going to be shaped you can pull like, the wool over their eyes ah, yeah, you yeah. Can, or you can say stop talking just say that we weren't very good. And we weren't. We got beat by St. Mirren. The last two, we got, we've picked up one point out of, out of those, that, with, well, out of nine at possible from East Road in the last week. That but is not good. You can't say, like, obviously there was, there was three big chances, right? They, they yeah. were big chances and, that, and that's fine. But the problem for Maloney is, is that Hibs only played well for 20 minutes. So what was shown is that when Hibs are at it, they can really could put teams to the sword, and I don't think anyone really doubts that. Is no. uh, the, the amount of fucking players that are there, they're like, <laughs> and the amount of players that have proven before that they can be good. I think most people would assume, uh, if Hibs if are coached properly and click, they could give a team a doing. But if you're only playing well for twenty minutes, you can't then just use that twenty minutes and say we should have won five. No, no, there was another, there's another seventy minutes, sir, that you've done the first half. Like we barely created a chance, and St. Mirren were just able to wait and do a number. Um, different from Livingston, Livingston done that well. They got a very similar goal, Livingston at Easter Road, where Alan Forrest uh, winner last week, where they stole just, it off. Just make wait for a mistake, Josh Campbell, because they know Hibs are going to do that, and that's fine. I don't even, I'm not particularly angry about losing that style of goal. I feel they I am because it was Jake Doyle. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, absolutely. They, we've got the yeah, they, we've got a vendetta brewing. <laughs> Uh, on Jake Doyle Hayes and it was Josh Campbell against that but that's going to happen because the defence I don't think is switched on about what they have to do at the point of these throws or when the passes are coming back that's really things that will take time on the coaching about where to be when you pass out it needs to be done faster because teams are just able to get back quick and then they're actually just able to press when the ball bobbles around sports scene done a good bit about that actually about Hibs after it, talking about the James McFadden was talking about and I thought he was he was absolutely spot on he put that style if the passes are wrong and they start bobbling you're really under the cosh because everyone just starts going for you and St Mirren were just able to not play particularly well they were just able to bide their time yeah. and, and, and just play that way and that's not a criticism I just go East Road this is how we'll do it um, just don't, and, and, don't and, break and, shape and we'll just bide our time and we'll set some traps and we'll score some goals and then the, the manager will do some staff staffed like put Scott Allen on as like a sweeper yeah that's a great idea really deep fantastic idea so like a bit like Jordan Jones he made he created one really really good chance mm-hmm. people were interested like, I don't think he had a particularly good game no that's since the fact said he played well I, didn't, I think he was out of the game for a long period uh, and again this is because I think Jim Goodwin understood how to play ah. Hibs and I, I don't so but they, it's, they win as a team There's yeah that, yeah it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a very just, team performance and it's, you could actually even accuse them of being a bit wasteful in their game plan because if, if their game plan was to sit and then wait for Hibs to give them an opportunity through a mistake Hibs have already done that like about two or three times before yeah. the goal and St didn't take full advantage of it and then, and then that time it did because uh, Conor Ronan unleashed an absolute belt as, as he does I'm not going to go into too much detail again with Ronan because on the Patreon I, I'm going to I'm going to talk so some of the fans I'll be talking at length about Ronan and why uh, on the McBurney index yes. on so I'm not going to go into too much detail so don't worry we did notice and we have been noticing um, but yeah but just it's like, I'm going to go in a little bit about Hibs it's like the Kevin Nisbet Chris Cadden Chris Cadden has been really really good right don't get me wrong um, but there's a frustrating thing about Chris Cannon, he never lifts his head. So that no, is annoying. Never. And that's and that's really annoying. But what frustrates me is he 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 throws it, it across the six yard box and it goes to the front post or whatever. So the same thing happens. So you know what he's gonna do, and what frustrates me is Nisbet 
is really poor for this in general as a as a player. He never but he, he never anticipates. No, he always wants to wait for the ball to drop to him, and he's got talent and he's got skill. So Duncan, that, that really annoys me because we cad in there and with Dodge playing, Dodge doesn't look himself since he's come back from from COVID. I don't know if that's an impact because he's not really busting a gut either. Because I was wanting when we cad him there, I was like, oh, Dodge in because he'll just fling himself in right. and he'll he'll just go right. He's going to do the same thing all the time. But it really annoys me because when I'm watching Hibs going forward at points, they're getting to the byline a lot. That bit's working, and then that's when it falls down, and that's coaching. And if Nisbet's not willing to do it, then they're going to have to bring the old Hoff Melkerson in to, to do it because... That, Where's he, by the way? But I, mean, he, I suppose that he got injured. He, he came oh, off in a bounce game. But he's meant to be fit now. Um, so, like, these, so these are really, really frustrating things. That's what they say. Um, Muller, people will be interested to know about Muller. Muller looks uh, surprisingly looks all right. technical and good, but... I don't, want, I, don't, I, I don't want all right for eight grand a week. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's, <laughs> like, that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. Like, he, he's if you had said, "Oh, we got him for free," and we signed, uh, at, well, which we did, you know, I think. But the, as a MLS prospect, you'd be fine. The expectation, you know, he is, you know, until Boyle signed that new contract, you know, yeah, he's on Soze money. Like that's that, yeah. like you know, and you can't and and for Soze money, I want Frank fucking Soze. Soze. And then um, Maloney did do well. The, the, the tactical change at halftime had a huge impact when Hibs changed shape. Uh, and the thing about Muller is I think he can be good, but he needs pace around him because his, the problem with him and Nisbet, they both want to drop deep and they both want to play and then they both want to hang around. So it's the same thing all the time. But if they put, when they put pace around them with Mitchell and Jasper Carrot or whatever his name is. Sylvester Jasper. Yeah, Sylvester Jasper. <laughs> You're a up. huge fan already. Oh yeah, just because he was quick and tried stuff. <laughs> So, I mean, I think we need to they get the balance with, with Muller there. You're going to have to put pace around them. Um, similar to like with, with Aberdeen being linked to Snodgrass or whatever. The idea was he plays in that 10 role, he uses intelligence and his skill, and you put pace around them. It can work, and Muller's going to need that. But with him and Nisbet, they're just both doing the same thing, which means less players in the box. So when you do get out wide and get to the byline, which Mitchell and Cadden do do, there's not actually the options in there. Or if there are, Nisbet decides to not, go across the defender, which is like the most basic thing as a striker. Get across the man when it goes out wide and let the guy for the other side get in at the back post. I'm just, whoa, annoying. <laughs> you said do-do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you bided your time there. I had to wait for you to stop uh, speaking. Yeah, but Josh, Josh Campbell needs to stop playing. <laughs> it's, just, it's, not, it's not his fault. Right, enough it's, not, it's not his fault, but he's just not very good. Right, uh, let's move to the other game that took place on Sunday. Motherwell nil, Celtic 4. Celtic continuing to be in sparkling form so far this year. Rio Hotati only had to play a half. Uh, still, uh, I still noticed uh, when I went on Kerry Dale Street, the Celtic 4, he was still in like most people's top three for Man of the Match. Undoubted Man of the Match was Tom Roderick, who continues to just... The players who play for Celtic Rangers, who just seem to hate Motherwell, <laughs> for some reason, is quite wild. Cedric Atten. Yeah. Cedric Atten. Fashion Sakala. Yeah. Uh, Have they got a club? Do they all go somewhere for like drinks every, like, every month? We are going to fuck up North Lanarkshire. <laughs> they, are, they are there to not improve the lives of Motherwell people <laughs> relentlessly every day. They, they, they hate that patter. That's the That's problem. It, I That's know. it. They hate that. Quite, quite rightly so. <laughs> But a Celtic man, just fuck me. I didn't manage to catch this. I went out to play mini golf at uh, Volcano Falls in Fountain Park, which was good fun, which has like Jurassic Park stuff kicking. I bet you maybe enjoy it, Fowler. But I caught I caught the last twenty minutes and they were just they just they're just relentless. Yeah, Mo- I mean Motherwell weren't even that bad while the game was still in the balance, but the game did stay in the balance for very long. <laughs> and I be I was annoyed with that goal though, the first one where, where Hatati, it's brilliant play. 
same against Rangers though. Abada does that every time. It's great. He's, he's like, like the coach's dream about if you're a wide player when the ball goes up wide the other side, you come in to, to, to attack the ball, and nobody switched on at all. Is it who who was it? Was it McGinley? Uh, or Carol, one of the other, they're, just, they're, they're miles away, and Abada's just got the whole, like, you've got to react, you've got to know he's coming in, they must have done, you know, tell me they've not sat there with coaching during the week tactically, and spoke about Abada doing that. McGinley did not have a good game, he looked shaken by by even half time, it was, uh, yeah. He's another bland one, he's in the, he comes in the, he's better, but he comes in the James Brown category of... He's not that bad. He's not that bad, of course. <laughs> but, he, but, he, but he kicks him in the, the blandness, the bland nature of his game. Is oh, who's that McGinley? Oh, great! And Roger, the the second goal was just it was vintage Roger, wasn't it? Just that that wee space, twenty twenty. What would you say, twenty two yards out, something like that? Just about aye. Just get that curled into the top corner, postage stamp. Could have saved it. Could have saved it. You should have saved it. That's my opinion. Okay. Gets a full hand tip. I'm fine with Liam Kelly hate. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He, he makes a lot of saves. When I watched the highlights, he was saving things left, right, etc. Because this could have got like hellish for for Motherwell. If we were lucky to get it before now. Aye, it's a it's a strange one watching Celtic at the moment. Is that they are they're just a first half team, and then the second half is don't need to. Yeah. Aye, like and and but that does concern me a little as well because. There's going to be games where suddenly it's going to be in the balance come the second and and Hearts pro, pro, proved that proved that proven that uh, proved proved that uh, the other week where they managed just uh, <laughs> no way would it be proved I don't know. <laughs> they invent, proved it man just, just invented <laughs> words um, uh, the, the Hearts were able just to keep that 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 fingernail in in the fight and and Celtic were were struggling they were toiling so yeah I mean that yeah that that's the thing is. It's, it's, you know, no team's going to feel like uh, the Sweeney down to Celtic that they can get back into a game. That's that's the problem. But th- there is still vulnerabilities there. If they become wasteful, the times uh, that they're wasteful for a goal, which does happen, or uh, they just drop the level like a, another couple. Like again, again the, the players probably can't find it. But but when Ky- when Kyogo comes back, is there ever going to be any close games ever again? Nah, that's what I'm really worried about. When they do the Jota Abada. And Kyogo front with three Hattati with behind a, them. With a tie Roger can McGregor. That's fucking mental. I mean, the the, the, the firepower and flexibility and all yeah. their talents that and, all blend together. Juranovic just Juranovic uh, coming on as well. Jesus just to, just to join in, just for fun. It's just the, how well they've done in transfer markets. He, he's done su- in the transfer market done such a good it's, job because no, traditionally no, Celtic no, do shit in the transfer. But market. That, I think that's interesting is that some are definitely Postacoglu signings and some are club signings. McCarthy no, club. <laughs> but, but, but O'Reilly's a, a club signing so, uh, so, well, so, so it suggests that things were not that rosy under Lennon as well well not, I we know that anyway I haven't yeah. just looked at Callum McGregor this season and Tom Rogic yeah. yeah straight away brilliant yeah. so I th- but I, th- I find it interesting that, that, that Postacoglu has been given some element of freedom within that to, to get the player and again I suppose that's the thing like the players that he's bringing in are working for them so it's proven like it's well yeah, yeah this is that, that's something we spoke about I think on a pod before further when I was gushing about Ange Postacoglu is that Celtic they clearly weren't doing that at the time because he let Kyogo come in some of them and then they still want to do their own transfers but then January's come in and suddenly he's allowed to bring in three players from the J League they trust 
his avenue. So now there seems to be a blend of trust between the manager and the club. And obviously they've got their own scouts and their own system of getting players. You blend that together, you get what every single player that's come in apart from Gucci. Gucci. Um, he called himself Gucci, so he can't be good. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, apart from him, everyone else has just come in and it's absolutely flying instantly. Right, let's get on to our final game, the nil-nil draw. St. Johnson nil, Dundee United nil. Tony, I uh, made you watch this one. <laughs> yeah, that was re- brutal. brutal. <laughs> last night, last night, late last night, or oh, would you be able to watch another game? I'm not sure, I'll try, basically knowing in my head, I mean just getting up before work and, and watching it. It was, because, I, it was because you said that that I gave you this, because I thought, well, if he's not going to be able to watch it, then I might as well give him the one that we're going to talk about the least. Uh, but but there, was, there, was, there was some interesting stuff... Um, like instantly, when you look at the sort of the lineups, uh, they had Graham was playing left back for for Dundee United rather than McCann, which I was a bit surprised that Callum Butcher was back in at centre half. We had the debut of Akinola in centre midfield, and from the St Johnston point of view, it was my first time when I've got to watch Cleary for ninety minutes, and Halberg had obviously been brought in to play. Um, to, to play for, for St Johnston as well so there was there was quite a lot of interesting and I think St Johnston started the game quite impressively there was a lot of impetus there was a lot of quick passing not with good quality though so it's that so it breaks down a lot I was watching of effective time and the clips were going on for about three seconds <laughs> <laughs> um, so but I could see that they were they were up for it and they were obviously trying to play quicker to get around Dundee United uh, the interesting part is Halberg was being played as their most advanced midfielder he was really, really high up, as you saw when they created the goal for uh, the, the shot at the bar for Ali Crawford. When you look at the average positions, Halberg's really, really high up the pitch, uh, pretty much alongside Hendry when he was on there, and, and May was was even further up. The problem was, is he had them on the right hand side, and this is what shocked me about them starting Graham at left back because he ended up playing centre half in the second half because Dundee United made a double substitution. So I was thinking, well, he's quite defensive. And I just think, what, what a waste. Why not play someone attacking when it's James Brown coming down the, the right-hand side? Because I fell for Halberg. Because you know, Halberg, I thought, looked pretty good until, until the red card. He was getting on the ball a lot. He, he's, he's quite a positive player. He's not, he's not really athletic, but he, he's got good technique and he, and, he, and he always looks to pass forward. But with James Brown, every time he just break down, he'd fucking cross the ball at the park and all that shit. <laughs> And that would get, it was annoying me, but I was thinking, well, what Rooney, when Rooney's back, the help, if that idea with those two, that could work really, really well. James Brown, snooze machine. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad mother. <laughs> I'm a boring mother. <laughs> Please be quiet. Put me to sleep. <laughs> so that was, when I was looking at that, looking at the way St. Johnston were obviously trying to play into the game, I, I, I was thinking Rooney would really suit that with Halberg because Halberg has the technique to hold on to the ball, get up with him and let Rooney get bounding beyond him and then obviously put in some some testing balls. Dundee United I thought were really poor in the first half. They didn't really take part. I was watching Akinola quite uh, quite closely. He gave the ball a few times but I could definitely see what they would what they like about him in terms of a replacement for, for Fuchs. He's the kind of player you do need. He was really, really busy. He was... Uh, and he, and he was quick and he was agile and he was mobile, which I think is the kind of player you you basically need to have one. In a Scottish Premiership midfield, you need to have them. So, like, Hearts have got, like, Devlin, for, for, for example, Omiyonga, Livingston, and I think saying here, Neil even at Hibs. I don't think Rooney's going to be back too soon because I just look in there. Mm. He was, it was the 20th of 
January where he was ruled out and Davidson said he's out for the foreseeable future mm, with that ankle injury that's really brutal because I just as I said we've seen Halberg how he was introduced and playing that right 20th of December 20th of January did I say January I can't remember anyway yeah. playing a, playing a right hand side sort of attacking midfield well not attack but you know the most yeah. advanced I could see with his technique and his could basically you're getting the, the exactly what I'm talking about when you're blending to the attributes of someone with technique and positivity and the other one with the the actual mobility of Rooney and you bring that together I, I could see how that would work really well McCart played a, the best I've seen McCart play in a while I could see that Cleary's made a huge difference to that back three in the minute that there was a red card St Johnston strolled really Dundee United the only time they created any chances was when Watt basically just done it all himself and they'll be really disappointed I, I'm, they've went so off the boil Dundee United and they're still under a chance for Europe and they needed to sign someone else Tony Watt he's been good but he probably wasn't the actual player they needed they needed a creative midfield player to link it between midfield That's and strike Joel and I talked about that and, uh, and think I've still not listened to it yeah yeah or it's basically like because they don't have any creativity still and they're playing him in the wing, he just has to do nothing and he's yeah. not getting any... He was sight to score the goals and he's not getting. He's not even having any shots. I think yeah. he had two shots in four games or something. Well, he had two shots in this game and the keeper made a save one and he hit the post with another. Um, but it was all like his own doing and, and, and very forceful. So he'll be getting really frustrated and I actually thought it was a bad move when he made it in terms of his career because yeah. I just think Dundee United aren't the right team. Not in terms of his wallet. Though. No, not much. Obviously, at his age and, and where he's going, it probably is the... It, it's probably the most important thing I don't mean that in a, in a negative way but if he kept going like he could have done it Motherwell you'd have to wonder whether Scotland's going because I mean if, if he'd continued playing as he was in Motherwell you have to think when the, somebody could have went down south yeah you have to think when the March Internationals come around and he, uh, he's getting yeah. in ahead of Kevin this exactly <laughs> exactly but would you pick him ahead of him now no well, I still would yeah, <laughs> absolutely but I don't know whether he's done enough now to use up somebody who's already been in the squad um, Dundee United made it made a, a double change at halftime. Akinola came off and Levitt came off and Scott McMahon and Niskison came on and they, they moved to more at a 4-3-3. I thought he looked quite, Niskison looked quite useful. Yes. It's, it's gonna, but again, he's, he's not really getting a prolonged chance. Well, so he, did, he, he, he did for a period. He was sort of the main man, really. He's probably the most creative player, yeah. but the problem is when you're struggling for other creative players and you're playing Tony Watt as well, he plays Niskison's position. Yeah. Right. So, again, maybe... Don't play Nicky Clark. Well, yeah, that's a simple way of doing it, but yeah, so like there's just there's so and that did work, but then you never really got to see how much of an impact that those sub double subdued because the red card came so quickly. So Dundee United were naturally on top, but I still St Johnson still a chance. Well, they still have got up the park fine when I was watching the game, and you would have known. And and he said, Court said that maybe the red card worked against them because they dropped him. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm having Tam that. Court's a slaver. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm having that. And because like St Johnston are always like, especially now as I said, with Cleary coming back, they look like they really had a good structure there. Gordon and McCart, their performance just shot up right away from the last time I watched them. And I think Cleary's played in four games and they've kept two clean sheets, so he's made a he's made a huge difference. But losing Shifty, oh, they've got another striker they just signed. It'll be interesting to see how that goes because May, I mean, he's all right. Look, I saw someone tweeting about him maybe being better than an attacking midfielder or a false nine. I probably agree with that because he doesn't stretch the pitch at all. So a striker, so it's easier to play against. But yeah, it's still two teams that are struggling. But they, so they, they might do it by virtue of just not being Dundee Football Club. Yeah, and then St so Johnston look like they're not going to shit the bed to the degree that Dundee are. And if they can, if they can get Rooney back on the pitch, I know he's had a poor season. But back on the pitch with Halberg, like I was saying, I could see that link up. 
with the crosses and Hendry being aggressive striker, maybe being enough. Because something we were talking about this, I'm going to talk about this with Ronan because he scored two winners, six points. You only need that to work in two matches and there's six points. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't always have to be an overriding thing that makes your team a million times better. It's I, one thing that wins you points. I saw St. Johnson fans being absolutely raging about the red card. Both, they're both understandable bookings, right? For me, you from get me, away like, with them. It's one of those. You yeah, I can, I can, them. I can be annoyed by the fact that they were both given. Yeah, but they are both. You can, I can see why they were both yeah, kind of cards as well. Just like, I thought, like and, I, and the complaint is that oh, they didn't know about it until Dundee United got in his faces. So, <laughs> like, that is that the rule now? Like, all oh, right, or oh, you can't, you can't get sent off unless someone's complained about. It. Like, jog on, <laughs> jog on. And we're going to jog on as well. We're going to jog on our way out of here and record the Patreon. And if you'd like to listen to that, head over to t- patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast, where as little as £2 per month, you can unlock hours and hours of exclusive free content. So make sure to do that. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, the easiest way to do so is at terrace podcast on Twitter. Tony, say goodbye. Goodbye. Doug, good, say goodbye. Goodbye. And for the midweek fixtures, I hope you enjoy your football. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I can. I just don't know if I can. I, I just you having a catchphrase rubs me up the wrong <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.